So, um, yeah, even though I said we're going to be talking about Christmas stuff, I did want to just mention, you know, I just watched John Wick last night for the first time. And everyone seems really shocked by that for some reason. I don't know why. I'm not really a guns person or a car person, but the jujitsu in that movie uh-huh. like, had had me so happy. I was like, damn, dude, come on. There's a, there's a lot of moves that like he specifically trains for. I went and watched behind all the like the behind the scenes stuff for it. And like the the massive amount of training he did through the week every week while he was shooting you know it was absolutely nuts it's funny because we well i don't want to say we the collective grouping of people kind of put keanu reeves on this pedestal which you know right so he's he, you know seemingly a great dude he's been through a lot and you know i go through his catalog sarah and i were talking about this other night well last night Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's got some real dog shit movies. But then I started going down the list. I was like, well, maybe not. I mean, Matrix, Speed, Point Break, John Wick, Bill and Ted. Now, Bogus Journey was trash, but you know, yeah, yeah, um, Walking yeah. Clouds. I mean, he's got a he's got a couple that 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 shouldn't have that shouldn't have come out like straight out. Yeah. I mean, but you didn't. You have your classes like Speed, The Matrix. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's been. I think all actors are kind of falling into that realm of like I play in a really good movie and then all of a sudden I take take this role and I fail at that role. You know what I'm saying? That just yeah, it just happens. It's just it, it's the nature of the business. Well, at least he had you know uh, foresight enough to pass on speed too. So yeah, there there is that. Welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody. This is yet again another episode of Off the Mats Podcast, the third one this week. So, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Been busy. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I I like to try to pretend that I have some kind of a theme going, but in reality, I'm just going with the flow. So, uh, this week's episode, or today's episode, I should say, I have the other half of the Why So Nerdy podcast. Previously, I've had Michael on this yeah. time around. I have Will. What's going on, man? How you been? What's up? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited. I, it's the first solo outing I've had in a long time. So uh, I hope I hope I can bring you good content. <laughs> hey, man. It, it's all about just having a good time. Like, like I tell everybody when we get on here, it's casual. There's nothing to be, you know... We're just going to have some conversations, especially since, again, it's Christmas time. And as I've spoken in the last couple episodes with my wife and then her friend as well, I just want to touch base with you and see, you know, what was Christmas like for you growing up as far as, uh, you know, your traditions, as far as movies and, and stuff like that? Well, yeah, Christmas for me, like we're very uh, a chill family. So like my family are is really like, hey, let's celebrate Christmas. Let's do this. Let's do that. But like. Let's just keep it mellow. So um, ever since my brother moved to D.C., because I know you live in Maryland. My brother works mm-hmm. for the DOJ. So he, he oh, lives nice. in D.C. and he lives in Gaithersburg, um, actually. So I don't know how, how far that is away from uh, About 50, 50 minutes or so, a little about under 50. an hour. Okay, cool. So, yeah, usually what we do 
is we have Christmas either there or we have Christmas either here. We kind of uh, flip-flop the holidays where Thanksgiving goes up there and then Christmas and then the opposite kind of spins. So, like, this year is weird, and we've just been really chill about, like, Christmas this year. So I, I'm I'm super excited to celebrate it with my immediate family, but I miss my brother. Um, that's just kind of a thing that we always have together. Family stays together, you know, so that's just it, – it is what it is, man. I got you. Our family was – somewhat similar in that regard to you know all my family's up in Detroit and then my my grandparents uh my uncle were all down here in Maryland so for Thanksgiving and Christmas actually everybody comes down here well everyone comes down for Thanksgiving yeah yeah and then Christmas time it's just you know the family that's here my uncle his his son my grandparents myself Sarah and, mm-hmm. and our daughter but in Christmas with us is very chill just you know, for me, it's like I, I always say it's not about the holiday in itself and, and the traditions and whatnot. It's just about spending time with my family. Well, so. I mean, that's the thing. Like Christmas should be Christmas should be for like being being thankful. I always think Thanksgiving and Christmas should be together anyway because it's like yeah. it's the it's the same principle. It's the same meaning. You know what I'm saying? And like you're all about your family, you're all about growth with with trying to celebrate the year out and reflect and then seeing what you can grow for next year. So it's just kind of a a a celebratory thing where you get some some chicken and some ham tied into it. You know what I'm saying? So it's super exciting um, when you get food like I love ham. The the holidays is holidays are the are the year. I mean, holidays are the time. Sorry. Holidays are the time where I'm just like, I am about to eat nothing but salty ham and go into a yeah. coma. <laughs> exactly. My, I talked to my grandma a couple of days ago and uh-huh. we're not getting together just this year's, you know, like you said, it's a weird year. So we're not going to see our, see my grandparents this year. So my grandma mm-hmm. called and she was like, look, um, we're going to, you know, make, make a pan of macaroni for everyone. You know, separate pans for everyone. Uh, she, she's making separate pans of macaroni. That is love. I don't. That I don't quit. Anybody that says if she's making seven pans of macaroni, it's true love. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's like everyone's getting the pan for themselves, however big. I don't know, but she, mm. she knows she knows where the lion's share goes. And then she was like, "She's gonna, you know, have ham." So basically, they're making Christmas dinner and setting it out for us to come pick up. We'll call like, "Hey, we're on our." on our way or we're out front or I should be there in two minutes. They'll set it out front. We'll scoop it up. So she was like, so what's Sarah doing for Christmas? You know, as far as cooking and I explained, she was like, well, look, you know, would, would this go with what you have? It was like, look, you can never have too much macaroni. You can Mm -hmm. never have too much ham. So, you know, go ahead and make what you make. You can't go wrong with those two things. You can't go wrong with macaroni, nor can you go wrong with ham and you cannot go wrong with, I know it sounds really weird. It's like probably maybe a Kentucky thing, but we do like derby pies like like every Christmas. My my grandmother, I grew up on derby pie being a staple in Christmas. So like that's a thing. Like we eat that every year. So it's macaroni, ham, derby pie, and then also like some greens too, because my mama makes great greens. It's amazing. Yeah, you gotta have greens. And that's that's something we mm-hmm. are having this year for Christmas. Normal well, no, we do have greens every year. We mm-hmm. have it at Thanksgiving for sure, and then we have it at Christmas. Is for Thanksgiving, my sister makes the greens. Yeah, and at Christmas, my grandma makes it since my sister's back up in Detroit. But 
this year Sarah's going to do it and I'm fine with it. She did it for Thanksgiving and it was delicious. So I just totally mm-hmm. love it. I just got to have my greens, got to have some macaroni. Yeah. Do the ham as it's, we do. It's a, it's a necessity. Like it's definitely a necessity. It has to be done no matter whatever it is that. And then why, after you eat, you watch a game of football and then you just find <laughs> you all movie, you know, that you can all watch and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. So this year we we're going to change it up a little bit for our, um, for our Christmas, what we're going to do is we're going to open up gifts. I don't know. I might do this before everybody wakes up. I might, if Wonder Woman's available, I'm just going to sit mm-hmm. down and watch Wonder Woman first thing in the morning before everybody gets up. Yeah. But, but if not, then we're going to get together, open uh-huh. up gifts, do whatever it is we do. I don't know. Like this, this is the first time we're going to spend it without, without being with the grandparents. Uh-huh. But we're sitting down and watching Wonder Woman. Whether yeah. it be 6 a.m. or noon or sometime, we're watching that damn movie. Oh, dude, I'm I'm 100%. I'm about to, because I have HBO Max. I'm, none of my fam- other family members does. Like, they don't have it at all. So I'm definitely being like, all right, I will log this in, and we are watching it together. Sit down, figure this out, because one to one, I'm excited for the movie. I just want the movie yeah. to be, I want the movie to, to give DC some rep, like just some solid rep, because we, we, we can't. We can't seem to find solid rap anywhere in the DCEU whatsoever. So it sucks. Like, but the only thing that's been good is Aquaman and Wonder Woman. So if they continue the trend, we'll be all right. Hopefully. Yeah, it, like some sort of consistency, like a consistent run of yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know if they're gonna do the Snyder Cut though, too. I think the Snyder Cut, I think the Snyder Cut will be don't get me wrong, I have faith in the Snyder Cut. The only reason why I have faith in the Snyder Cut. Is because I've seen Men of Steel, and when you give the man time to actually do things, the movies turn out okay. I think the Snyder look. I, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. it. It it definitely looks like a different tone than what we got with uh, Joss Whedon. Yeah, and I'm optimistic. I'm going to defend it regardless. I don't care. People can trash <laughs> it. I'm going to defend it. It might be a pile of dog shit. I don't know. I don't yeah. care. I'll defend it. I defend all those movies, but then also, if you tell me you think they're good, I'm going to rip them. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got you got to get your critiques out though. Like, like you definitely got to be like, look, this is not a good part of this movie because it does not make sense whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? So it, you 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 definitely have to put your things on the table to kind of explain and see what's happening there. But you know, exactly. Um, but I th- I think that Snyder cut it'll be fine. It'll be it'll be a fun watch. I'm mm-hmm. not hold my breath i don't think it's gonna be that movie that's gonna change it all like oh my god like it makes it all make sense now it'll probably once we're done with that we'll probably still be like wow i'm still confused yeah but it'll still be fun and fuck it that's what movies are just make them fun speaking of movies for christmas time what's uh your favorite christmas movie you got you got a top three that you like to go to um i look you know what i'm a firm believer in saying that Batman, uh, the first Batman, or is it Batman Returns? Is a Christmas movie with the Penguin. Yeah, Batman Returns. Yeah, Batman Returns. Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Like I don't care what anybody says, that's a Christmas movie. Oh, like, it is. They they like the tree. They got gifts. Yeah. I mean shit. <laughs> Takes yeah, a, Christmas Eve and Christmas. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a Christmas movie. Like don't don't I I, I will argue to you tooth and nail that's a, that that is a Christmas movie because it is set in Christmas time in the movie. So you know. I mean, that's again been my argument and discussion when that Die Hard comes up. It's like, look, Die Hard, I'm not going to argue that it is or isn't. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But Batman Returns, 
like I said, when I got done watching, I wanted to buy gifts. I felt I felt compelled to go out and shop and shop and just buy all the Batman toys that you can find. Yeah. <laughs> good, good job, Tim Burton, even though I yeah. don't like that guy either. But he convinced me to go buy. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that um, I'm a big nightmare before Christmas fan. Um, I got to throw my Disney, my Disney shout out in there because we always make fun of Disney on the podcast anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah. So I'm a big Nightmare Before Christmas fan. And then I also like um, Santa Claus with Tim Allen. So that's always been a favorite. Um, my honorable mention is Home Alone um, 2 when he's actually stuck in New York. Um, so I really like that one as well. But yeah, a lot of the kid, a lot of the kid movies stick with me. That's because I'm a 90s baby and the whole nostalgia thing just, you mm-hmm. know, it just it just it just marinates there. So. That's just how we are. <laughs> you know, I, I feel you. It's funny that you mentioned the Santa Claus, Sarah and Sophie just watched that yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Sophie loved it. We, we steadily, we're always watching Home Alone 1 and 2. We ventured into 3, unfortunately. And then because I found out 4 was on HBO Max, and I was like, let me go ahead and just fuck with it. So yeah. I turned on Home Alone 4 for shits and giggles. And I did not giggle, but I wanted to shit. Oh man, it, like it's it it's not anything of the first three. Like you you don't have the spirit. It's more or less like at that point it was a cash grab. So what's really messed up though, as I'm watching it and I'm hearing yeah. the names, I hear Marv, I hear Kevin, I hear Peter, and, and I hear Buzz, and I was like, hold the fuck up. So I had mm-hmm. to go and I had to go and look it up. And I was like, oh my god, this is supposed to be a continuation of the McAllister family. Yeah, and he's supposed to be nine in the movie, but then then we start wondering how old is he in the first two Home Alone movies? Then yeah, know? see, it's nobody, nobody ever said his age. Was he like six or like seven? Because if he's a smart six year old like that, that dude deserves to go to like MIT or something. Like he's, so, <laughs> he's super smart. I think in the first one he says he's eight. I uh-huh. think when he's in the grocery store and the one cashier ask him something she's asking him questions and he's like you know where's your mom she's in the car where's your dad he's here you know where do you live i can't tell you he's like well why not because you're a stranger right stranger danger he's like i'm old. you know shopping by myself do you think i'd be here by my uh, you know alone i don't think so you know something to that effect i'm pretty sure he said eight but i always believe him to be 10 years old in all his movies even party monster so no matter what, he's a ten year old kid to me. What isn't he like ten year old and Richie Rich, Colin McCoughlin? Uh Colin McCoughlin. Shit, I forgot about Richie he's Rich. Like, yeah, and Richie Rich, he's like twelve. Well, he's like anywhere between twelve and thirteen. So like he's in that like span of of, of character cast um age. Yeah, he, he had he had that little window of age and they're like, All right, this is perfect. Uh-huh. Then he, he divorced his parents and they're like, Oh shit. <laughs> like, yeah. what do we do with him now? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> like, uh, hey, where where are the Olsen twins? What are we doing with them? What, what, like, what are we doing with those girls? Like, I don't know. Put them in the movie. Um, see it, now, now you try to put the Olsen twins in the movie nowadays. I just I don't know what to tell you because they do not look nothing like what they used to look like back no, in the day. I mean, that's why Elizabeth picked up the reins. Was like, I got this, girls. Go sit down, and be yeah, billionaires. Yeah, yeah uh, go figure it out. Just figure out the fashion industry. She, she's yeah. like, like I'm about to go fuck up some realities real quick in the Marvel <laughs> universe. I'll be back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we we've been watching Home Alone a lot, and 
we so we tried watching Nightmare Before Christmas at Halloween with Sophie. Mm-hmm. She she's not she wasn't crazy about it. Which really, I I don't know what it is. She just wasn't. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm I, I fucking hate Tim Burton. So I don't know if they, like maybe think, maybe that wore down to her. I think Nightmare Before Christmas is kind of more of a like I we've had this debate before with a couple friends. Like Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas is kind of for of an older crowd nowadays, if that makes sense. So like we get the nostalgia, and that's why we watch it so much. And like I find very few young children that want to actually kind of go into like older stuff at that as well so it's just more of a like a when older people see it we're like cool this is a really cool movie you know what i'm saying this is what we're gonna watch but at the same time it's like oh uh well if my five-year-old wanted to look at it she would probably think it was dumb because all the cutting-edge technology we got with animation and stuff like that now too i don't hate the movie by any means mm-hmm. it's not something that that's my go-to but you know i was like here Let's have some fun with this. Yeah, and she did. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, man, like, okay, that, well, that's a heartbreaker though, because it's like Jesus, no, yeah. like like nightmare for Christmas. Oh no, oh, it, don't do that. It stung a little bit, but then I was like, you know what? That's that's fine. That's fine. We'll we'll move on to other things and we'll sort our lives out. Um, that you know, that's mm-hmm. all right. Fine, fine. I'm not hurt. Right. How'd you feel about the the rest of the Santa Claus series after um, uh, the first one? I like two. Um, two was two was very good. Um, it, I mean, it just kind of, it just kind of followed the story, just carried on. And then they, even the last one that they made was pretty good. I've never really had a problem with them. I've always thought they were pretty decent. Um, and Tim Burton, I mean, not Tim Burton, Tim Allen. Tim Allen yeah. actually actually plays a decent Santa. So, like, it's a good story. Yeah. I, I think I just really watched. Like, my wife, she's a big fan of, of that series. Mm-hmm. And I feel like about five years ago was the first time I sat down with her and watched them. I enjoyed them. And yeah. I, it's weird because they, my wife and my daughter have sat down and watched them, but I haven't gotten to watch them this year. And I'm almost a little, not jealous, but kind of like, hey, man, like we, you know, we're not going to watch The Grinch without you. Why are you going to watch movies without me? But, right, right. But you know, I I'm not gonna tell them that, and I don't think she's gonna listen to this. So, right, well, you know, know. if you watch The Grinch without me, we gonna fight because that is that is an amazing movie. The one with Jim Carrey, the live action one, that is amazing. I like the sure. cartoon one too, though. That's 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 like the Doctor Seuss old yeah. cartoon one was one of my favorite um, Christmas movies growing up. So, like, I love that and the live action. Yeah, the the original cartoon is always that's that one that that sits with me i mean i'm a little older than you so that that's what i grew up on i mean we all grew up on it but that was like the first one that i you know knew like this is the grinch and then when the jim carrey's grinch came out i enjoyed that i, I think i have the soundtrack i know i have you the really? soundtrack you got you yeah. the soundtrack yeah so during that time i i bought a lot of soundtracks mm-hmm. like scores everything because well with the soundtrack i like faith hill and she did the the title song where are you christmas so I was like, oh, I got to get that just for that alone when I could have just bought a single. But I like the rest of the score. I said, OK, this is fun. You know, then, you know, I got the Pearl Harbor soundtrack, you know, because that that had some good sounds to it, too. Yeah. And Faith Hill was also on there. Yeah. Uh, the Armageddon soundtrack. So basically anything that Brockheimer and Bay 
touched this film, I bought the soundtrack for it. There, sound, there sounds like there's a mixture of Hans Zimmer and like a touch of Hans Zimmer because Hans Zimmer is one of those like composers yes. I follow. I follow. I follow every day. Sorry, my country is coming out of me. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those uh, I follow every like 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 I'll listen to a Hans Zimmer album all the way through, especially when they drive the Batman Superman the junk, with Junkie XL. Like yeah. that was just a playlist for like a month. So. Sure. It's funny just thinking about soundtracks and scores and all that period. I used to just drive in my car, just uh-huh. bumping Star Star Wars, bro. Like, like just it, it. Well, my my uh, one buddy uh, Bobby from Nerd Rage, I got uh-huh. that. I got that shit from him. Yeah. Like that's what he would do. Was like, all right, let me go ahead and check this out. And I was like, holy shit! Like this, there is something to this. My morning song is the Mandalorian every morning. I'm going and when I have to go to work, the Mandalorian is in the background because I honestly think the Mandalorian is one of the best theme songs that Star Wars has ever put out. I will go on record to say that. I know you'll probably have some people be like, he is crazy, but no, that is amazing. Look, man, people people are very divided lately (laughs) with all the Star Wars stuff. And I I'm just I'm staying in the middle where I always stay because look, I I'm not mad at none of it, but I'm also not like, oh my god, this shit is amazing. But the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. it, especially season two, yeah, each episode they up the ante. It was damn, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm yeah, scared for season three now because it's like, damn, you gave me so much in season two. I, I don't want to be let down with three now. I, well, I don't know, man. Well, then all the announcements that just came out too with like uh, uh, the book of Bubble Fett, like they got so much more coming. It's so exciting. Like I, I, I want to see the continuation of uh, Din Je- I, is it Din Jensen? Uh, Din Je- I can never say his last name. Din. I'm just gonna call him Din. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Din. So Din, I'm, I'm glad Din continues to follow through his story and then we also get mm-hmm. bubble fat but it's tied so they're saying it's tied in the same um in the same timeline yeah. so hopefully there's going to be crossovers within each both shows because that'll be sick if they have like a crossover event that uh dc did on um on cw yeah i, I think that would be fun yeah. i feel like you know for the time being like keep it just there for the time being just because you don't Right now, with Disney doing all the Marvel uh, films and TV shows, the Star Wars stuff, you you don't want it to become this thing where you're now known just for crossing over everything. As much fun as that can be, Mm -hmm. it's also want to still kind of, you know, kind of keep some things to themselves as well. But I'm excited to see where Mandalorian goes, especially tied into Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and see, you know, what happens with Ahsoka. I want to see, you know, I just like this second season of Mandalorian. It, it just about every episode, there was a moment where I squealed. Like, you, know, <laughs> sort of Dante, I, I, you are, you are a stocky man. I cannot see that. Son, but no, trust me. They're, like, there are moments where you hear a little eek come out of me. It's like, what the Ooh, fuck was that? Who, who made that noise? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like not to give away anything in, in case someone hasn't seen the the like the finale for the Mandalorian when when that shit hit that I I jumped up off the couch I squealed a little bit and <laughs> like Sarah looked at me and I was like and I started like she knows but she just like she was like wait what's going on I was like you don't see what color that is 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you not get this? And she, and she was like, no, I get it. But what's, I was like, just, Bro, just, just watch. Look, look, I'm telling you now, I lost my complete mind when I seen it. I was like, oh, no. As soon as I seen the one thing at the very beginning of that scene, I was mm. like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it right then and there. I was like, this is going to be absolutely yep. fantastic. I'm gonna admit, I I shed a tear because I, I was like, this is this is this is the happiest moment of my life. <laughs> like, I, like get yeah. something right in here. So it was cool. There's definitely a tear that that rolled down the cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got excited. It, but then there's also kind of a lead back though to it, you know, you know, as you start thinking about when they took him out to uh to the stone and they sat him there, and that says to Sarah's like, unless they're bringing in, you know, some other stuff. There's only two options we have here, possibly three. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and then that finale hit when we saw the thing that led, you know, with, with the arrival. I was like, oh, shit. She was like, what? I was like, there's only one thing this can be. And, and it got epic from that point on. Like, it yeah. got better. Yeah. It, it wasn't just like, okay, here's an entrance there. That's all you need. No. It was an entrance and then some. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I, mean, I I you know I haven't gone back to watch it again just because I want to leave it where it is. <laughs> I, I don't want to watch it again and start like over critiquing. I just want to leave it and like you know what I'm happy, but I'm probably gonna watch because right now I'm watching season one. It's on in the background. Is it? So I'm yeah. probably just gonna. I, I think because I'm off for the next until Monday. So yeah. I I think that's all I'm doing is just going through the Mandalorian. I've been catching up on all my animes, so like I've just been been working on product you know working stuff for, for why so nerdy and working on my film stuff too and then just watching animes um i know good thing about uh the mandalorian the mandalorian is now a christmas thing because it comes yeah. out this year so they're now moving what they used to do with the original trilogies and the movies and making it the christmas big thing so now the mandalorian is officially a christmas thing so that was a thing that I was thinking about going into this too. I was like, mm-hmm. well, you know, we've been getting a lot of Star Wars as our Christmas moves coming out in December. Now the Mandalorian, the finale. Mm-hmm. The, what the fuck am I stepping on? Oh, my headphone cord. Um, you know, so it was like, you know what? I I try to find any reason to make anything Christmas because, like I said, it, this I I'm not a Scrooge. You know, by any means, yeah. but Christmas just meant something different to me growing up than others. As as anyone who's listened to the previous two episodes would probably know that you know this is a time of year that's grown on me, especially with my daughter, and more so in the last ten years with family. But I start looking for reasons for things to be Christmas. Like, hey, is 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 this Christmas? All right, well, I don't know. It is now. Like, they don't have a choice. I'm going to make it a Christmas movie, and it has nothing to do with Christmas, like The Good Son, but. Hey, there's snow on the ground, and that's Christmas to me. So, uh, when you were talking about the dishes in Eden for mm-hmm. uh, Christmas time, so I'm not terribly familiar with Derby pie. Please explain to me so that way uh, I, I, so I can it's, get into this. It's like a, it's like a. Long story short, it's like a like a heavenly slice of of lardy lardy greatness <laughs> if, I, if, if i would have called it that like it's got like chocolate chips walnuts like uh it's got just a little bit of everything in it man i, I forget what my mom's recipe is because it's a it's a family recipe passed down from my grandma so like 
it's like a secret thing. Nobody really knows who, nobody else knows it except my mom. But a couple things in it. It's got some chocolate chips. It's got some filling in it. It's got some walnuts. It's got graham cracker crust. It's delicious. Like, like it's so, it's really, really good, dude. I love it. I love it so much. It's my favorite dessert whenever they make it. So those are always the best dishes when it's a secret and you don't know exactly what it is. Look, you know what? You know I that love, it's good. Look, that, you know, you know, I can't. My, I'm not gonna push my mama to tell me what it is because I can't bake to save my life. So I'm just kind of like, you know, you can just bake that pie for me and I'll take that. <laughs> you know what's wild is when I talk to my grandma, mm -hmm. and I never thought about this. I mean, I make it every year, but I never thought about it. I guess maybe this is a tradition for them. I, I bake an apple crisp every year. I don't know how the fuck I make it every year because the recipe changes every year. I don't measure anything. <laughs> I just throw some shit in there, cut up some apples. And it works. My grandma asked me when I talked to her, she goes, are you making your apple crisps this year? I was like, I, what? You know, I was like, I wasn't planning on it. Do you want some? She was like, you sounds, know, if you make it. Sounds really good. <laughs> apple crisps. Dude, it, it's so um, I, I picked up a recipe online somewhere and I couldn't find it again the next year. So I just started making shit up. I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to the same thing. But you know, all you know, all the ingredients are the same. It's just the measurements or whatever I decide them to be, mm -hmm. and it works out. And my grandparents like it, and that's what's key. I had to change it up to. I had to use actual. I had to cut up the apples because I used to get a can of um, the pie filling, mm -hmm. but it already has sugar in it. So when I would make it with all the additional sugar I put in, it was too overwhelming. And my grandfather's a diabetic, so I wasn't trying to kill dude. Yes, you, uh, don't, you don't want to kill nobody. You don't <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> I mean, it, it depends how much money they owe me, how much they, you know, if they're not trying to pay me back. And, but, and I think that insurance policy is, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what's happening. Here. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing the long game, son. <laughs> but now, like, so I started cutting the apples up mm -hmm. and, you know, just go with the rest of the recipe. And my grandparents, they like it. So it's, it, it, I think that's the one thing that they let me cook because I think they tried to let me grill once and that didn't go over too well. Yeah. So it was like, all right, can you bake? It was like, oh, I can bake my ass off. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, I hit them with the apple crisps every year. And, you know, when my grandma asked me the other day, I, it, it clicked in my head. I was like, damn, dude, I think that's part of our tradition, my apple crisps. Oh, shit. Like, I do contribute. So. Mm -hmm. So that, that's probably the one big thing with us, you know, as we spoke with earlier, the greens, macaroni, the ham, uh, apple crisp. I don't really. And then, yeah, the rest of the dishes kind of change up because they'll do some some wild shit every different Christmas. I'm like, hey, man, I'm just here to eat. I don't right. care what you make. Just make it. You can give me a bowl of cereal. I'm here with uh -huh. family. And when I come in, when I come in, the first couple of things I want to do is since it's the holiday, I want a nice drink. So I can have it in my hand. Um, we always make a funny tradition, like Christmas, Christmas Day, we get a bottle of Hennessy. It's just a funny thing because that's all that's the only thing we usually drink is Hennessy Christmas Day. <laughs> so hey. we get a bottle of Hennessy and then just go from there. Um, go from the Hennessy to drink, we open gifts, and then it's straight eat time. Like there's no ands, ifs, and betweens behind all that. Like you just Get your drink, get your gifts, get your food. That has to happen in the first like 30 minutes. I think as we've gotten older mm -hmm. and the kids have started having kids, because mm -hmm. I was 
thinking about this too. Like it used to, when I lived at home, it used to be, I wake up in the morning, I go upstairs, you know, we open up something and the older I got, you know, the more lax it became. I remember I'd get up at seven in the morning. I was like, I'm a 16 year old, 17 year old kid getting yeah. up at seven in the morning. So well, let's open my, open some gifts. My grandpa's like, boy, take your ass back to bed. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh shit. Yeah. But now it was funny with Sophie. The last couple years, she usually wakes up at six in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, between six and seven, depending this, the last two, like for Christmas, at least this, this kid slept in. You know, we're downstairs waiting for her. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we're excited. And this kid slept in. She wake like, up at like 11 o'clock. Like, what's up? <laughs> you know, she got up at like, like, I think last year she got up at like eight o'clock. The year before it was a little after eight. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, what are you doing? This is the day to get up early. And you decide to sleep in. But yeah. this year, I think that will be it, it, it. She's four. So this is that. This is when it now sets in. She's been excited about everything all year, whether it be Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas, mm-hmm. birthdays, everything. She she's all in for everything, and good for her because yeah. that, like I said, for me, Christmas wasn't you know none of these things were big deals to me as a kid. So we want to try to make it a big deal for her. Yeah. So yeah. even in a COVID COVID world right now. Well, and that's the best thing. Christmas is for you know for the little ones, so you know you gotta yeah. let them let them feel the spirit and and let them enjoy their day, so they can you know play with their gifts, enjoy family, just make it really really special for them. You know, us mm-hmm. older folks, it's like cool. Well, we get a we get a whole week off and get to chill, you know. But yeah, it's it's really for the kids, man. And like I, that's like I have a lot of cousins. And that was the thing back in the day when I was younger is that we all came together and celebrated Christmas back in the day. Mm-hmm. So like we were definitely kind of a, a real close knit family when we were trading off gifts and like looking at different things from each other. And then like going out and playing the the holiday football game between each other. You know, you go 11, 11, somebody's lining up over here, they're lining up over there and it's going down. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's what it used to be back in the day. Nowadays, it's just more or less like it's immediate family. We're more mellow. We kind of just drink and and hang out and eat and be merry. You know. We used to have our traditional wrestling matches in the basement. <laughs> we basically get together. I'm already at the house. So there are some years the cousins would sleep over. Mm-hmm. But as years went on, you know, it became they stayed at home. They opened their stuff at home. They get to our house. Then we all open gifts together. Once gifts are opened, we head down to the basement, move the futon out the way and someone's getting hurt. Mm -hmm. And and it was just that that's what we did. Even up to was it last year? My cousin tried to bear hug me. So I guillotined them. (laughs) It was like, come on, son. Like, you can lift me up and start squeezing if you want. I'm gonna get your neck. And once he felt it was like, oh, shit, like, all right, we're playing a different game. Yeah. But, but you know, it, that, that was the same thing with me. I had the cousins coming through all the time. And it's that's just, you know, that's that love right there. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, that's that's I mean, it was it was fun. It was fun back in the day because you were able to kind of just go over different people's houses and get food and, you know, hang out and be married with your other family members. You know, my. My, my aunt used to have like a huge Christmas party and we used to go over there when I was little and like everybody, everybody was over family, friends, family, all that stuff. So it was just like a nice, 
it was a nice thing to enjoy, especially when I was small, because I was able to be around my family and like and really enjoy all of them, enjoy all their, you know, their company. Where like, you know, nowadays I'm more of like a little bit of a lone wolf. So like I like chilling with my fam, but it's about it. That's all I need. You know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. it's it changes over the years, but especially for like I said, for younger people and, and kids and stuff like that, you always want to make that special for them. Absolutely. Last year, my cousin. So we all have kids now, the cousins. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy looking at it as we sat around looking like, okay, the fucked up things. I still got to set the kids table, dude. <laughs> I'm in my forties. I'm still so, at his table. Oh, was you one of the youngest cousins? No, I'm one of the oldest cousins. Oh, okay, okay. That, that, that's what hurts even more. It's like, yo, I should be over here having grown up conversations, and I think they realize. I'm not ready for grown-up conversations. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm I'm the youngest boy in my generation. So, well, not anymore. There's Laquel that came after me. It's, my, it's one of my cousins. But for the longest of times, I was the I was the youngest boy. So I had the responsibility of watching all the younger kids that were younger than me, and then like making sure that they ate and did all that stuff. So that was the one thing I did hate about Christmas because they were like, well, you on you on watch duty. You got to watch all your other cousins. It's like, nah, bro, I'm not doing this. I'm trying to I'm trying to tackle out here. I'm trying to play some football, trying to get some grub in. What's happening? Like, leave me alone. That's that's how it was on Christmas Day. But like, I am glad that I've gotten older. That's the only thing I'm glad about getting older is that I don't have to have that responsibility anymore. <laughs> So they tried to put me on that responsibility until they realized I was beating them up. <laughs> it's like, ah, we can't let him do this. Nah, bro. They, no. And, it, and there was no justice for it. They, like I would, you know, smack one of my cousins, kick one of them. But, you know, it was just us being kids, being dumb. And then yeah. I think they realized it was like, we can't let him be in charge of the kids because <laughs> he's hurting them. So I don't, I don't know that there's anyone in charge at that point. I think they just said, look, just let them be who they be. But then when it came time to sit down at the tables, even if there was room at the adult table, I still got put to the kids. They were probably because I was beating the kids up. So there's like, that's your punishment. Go sit with them now and, and try to have a conversation with them. Yeah, I grew up rough. So like they, they, they whoop my, well, I don't want to say the word, but they, they whooped me pretty good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had to develop a, a, a quick set of hands just to protect myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I get it. So, when I moved to Delaware with my grandparents, one of my cousins came down to stay. I think mm-hmm. I was 12 and he was 19. And I remember this was when I think it was 90 or 91. And I remember I got a Nintendo mm. and we, we, were, we were freaking out because we wanted to play the Back to the Future game on Nintendo. And I can't remember. There was another game we wanted to play, too. And my grandparents rented Back to the Future. My cousin comes home. He sits down and he's like, oh, Jake, this Back to the Future. And I told him, I said, no, it's Zelda. What do you think? Yo, he beat the dog shit out of me right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Well, Zelda. I, Zelda's a better game anyway. So yeah, far better. But you know, I took an ass whipping I will never forget. And I, I never talked back to him like that again. Yeah. It, yeah. Now, now that I think about it, yeah, I'm probably beating up my cousins, like the little cousins, because all this shit trickled down to me. Man, it's trickled down economics. You get beat up by your brother, then you want to beat up somebody. So you beat up the small ones, and then they turn around and they beat up their little ones, which, you know, at that point, they're like three and four. So then it just becomes bad all the way up the line. <laughs> hey. So 
for everybody out there listening for more uh you know therapy tips and pointers <laughs> listening for next episode we got you covered son yes uh, yes don't beat up your please don't beat up your siblings don't do that if yeah. you do just have fun with it but don't be serious because <laughs> yeah. there's, there's been some serious moments yeah, please keep all knives away <laughs> yes please no weapons no oh. weapons, no, no, no bows and arrows, no crossbows, no guns, no like none of that. No, none of that. <laughs> Yo, my cousins, his, his mom's sisters, all of them. So my family, we're all males. Mm. Like my mom was the only female. She had six or seven, seven, uh, old, uh seven brothers. Mm-hmm. So my uncle procreated with a woman who was from a family of all females all right. and you know anytime we were over there those women were just throwing hands it never failed that every time i look up someone's got someone else's hair someone's dragging the other one down the stairs my aunties, it, were, it, the same. My aunties were the same way so that i i totally understand on that note <laughs> i'm starting to wonder though because I mean, we're not having any more kids. They, th- this one that we have to fight with is enough. I'm not fighting with another one. Cause then I start wondering if we got another one, if, or, you know, these cats start fighting each other. I don't know if I could deal with that kind of shit. It's mm-hmm. like, and I got three younger brothers, but we didn't live together mm-hmm. just as again, my grandparents took custody of us. My uncles took custody of them. Yeah. So we were all separate. But then when I got to go up to see them, you know, for any like little brief trips to Detroit, Mm-hmm. You know, I remind him, I was like, okay, I'm the alpha. And, yeah, you know, it, it all came to light. There's like, oh shit, he's the big brother. But never fear people. I'm a nice guy now. I'm a sweetheart. So, with, you know, going over the traditions and discussions of the holidays mm-hmm. and, you know, your movies in general, are there any, how should I word this, non Christmas Christmas movies? Non-Christmas Christmas movies. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would have to go with some of the Star Wars. I know some people are going to get mad at me for saying some of these. Um, I was a big fan. I wasn't a fan of three. I was a fan of the Phantom Menace, which actually people think is the worst movie. That's so. I hear a lot of people rip the Phantom Menace as the worst one. I used to say it was the worst one, mm-hmm. but when I go so. When I go back and watch the movies, and I think for me, I, I, I'm coming at it with a different perspective on things now, because I try to look at everything with some positivity. No matter how bad it is, I try to find what's positive. I enjoyed Phantom Menace now. Yeah. I always felt like number two, Attack of the Clones, was my least favorite. Yeah, because it was just a bunch of action like a lot of people don't realize it was nothing there was really no storyline it was just a lot of fighting so the the big story that that they had there though they're trying to build that anakin padme story mm-hmm. which i feel like they did a good job in doing that it just I, I i think that was the first time you know we're getting to see hayden christensen and it just felt very robotic yeah yeah, but, that's right here. Yeah, I mean, Anakin, Anakin's part in the in the actual Phantom Menace is actually pretty good when he's a kid. Like he's actually pretty interesting, we, especially when he's pot racing against Sabolpa. <laughs> that's my joint. That's my favorite part of that movie. You know, when I hear people rip that movie, that's what they rip. They rip. Well, they rip Jake Lloyd. And they're like, oh, he was, you know, not very good. He's a little fucking kid. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, get, like cut him some slack. Yeah. And, you know, they weren't talking about Macaulay Culkin and his shit acting in his movies. You know, everybody loved you know all his trash movies but you know they they want to rip this little kid who became a bank robber when he got older because everybody was talking shit about him i feel i feel bad same thing with jar jar banks like nobody gives love to jar jar look don't get me wrong when jar jar banks was actually out doing the actual era of those movies everybody loved that character uh there was cups there was million memorabilia like everybody was in love with him and then after the trilogy came out people were just like all right yeah, I, I definitely was not a Jar Jar fan myself. Mm-hmm. I also think, too, my age played into my love and hate for those movies just because yeah. coming off the original trilogies, it was like, th- this is Star Wars for me. You see the sequel trilogies. I really enjoyed number three because I like that transformation. Yeah. yeah. Anakin to Darth Vader. And you just see, you start seeing it in episode two. But then you start to really get a hold of it in three, and it they, it's just that that part where, you know, after Obi Wan's like I got the high ground, and he he's clawing, he's climbing, and he's he's screaming, "I hate you!" I, I hate you. <laughs> I can throw that shit through the screen like, God damn! I think like like you you're not my favorite actor, but at least in well, that moment right there, we always make fun of it. Like me when I talk to my buddies about it, we're like like, um. What was his name? Ewan Gregor. What? How, how do you say? Oh, his uh, name? Uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yes, but we always say that he knew that the lines were bad, but he had <laughs> to say them anyway. So he tried the best that he possibly can. Yes. And Hayden Christensen did the same thing, but realized that he had to be evil while saying these really bad lines. So it just became like this really bad, uh, like mosh posh of really bad monologue. <laughs> true, true. I, I I get what you're saying. There are parts where uh you and McGregor would say things you could just see in his face. Like, yeah, you could just see his face like what is what 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 did I just say? Like this is horrible. <laughs> like, he turns around, calls up Lucas, like, why why would I say this? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say this. <laughs> like, like he'll turn to George Lucas, like, have you do you even know your characters? <laughs> like, what? Go back and rewrite this. I hate this. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I think Star Wars is one of those, you know, again, great traditional non-Christmas Christmas things. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Die Hard, Die Hard is always going to be the number one technically non-Christmas Christmas movie. Like yeah. everybody's going to say that's the non-Christmas Christmas movie. But I think I think Star Wars is really a big one for me. Um, I know Aquaman didn't Aquaman come out roughly close to Christmas. Yes. Yeah. So like Aquaman was one for me. I didn't get to see it in theaters, but I was like super excited for it and wanted to go to the theaters to see it, but I didn't get a chance. <laughs> but yeah, so like that that was one that was really big. Um, I think that's kind of really it. I think didn't no. I don't think Batman v Superman came out around Christmas. No, that was a summer. No, 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 no. That got moved because it was supposed to come out in May. It was supposed to come out in May, but it came out in like November, I think, or something like that. I feel like they pushed. I feel like it came out in July or June, something like that. Uh, Let me see here. I I felt like they came out a couple months before Civil War because they didn't want to have that head to head. 
but because I remember the initial the initial push was, hey, they're both coming out on the same day. And then they're like, uh, maybe not. Maybe we shouldn't do this. March 25th was the date. On that. Okay. And then yeah. Deadpool came out in February. That's what that was. Deadpool, BVS, Civil War. That's that's how that breakdown came about. Okay. Okay. So, yes. So, I'm assuming, yeah. yeah. That's kind of really my big two. I like, I like Die Hard. I'm a huge Die Hard fan. And, like, I've always was a huge fan of going to see... Star Wars movies on Christmas because that was my thing. That was like, oh, dude, like especially with like the recent ones that came out. It was like, oh man, we go and see Star Wars on Christmas, yeah. So like that, that was the thing. Yeah. Shazam was another one that I always forget takes place during Christmas, and I watched Shazam recently, just because I was on HBO Max. I was like, let me go ahead and check out Shazam, and I watched it, and. Dude, every time, dude, when when he find when Billy finds his mom, yeah, fucking never fails. I start crying because he's like, mom, you know, he's like, you know, shows her the compass and everything, and she's just like, nah, you gotta go, son. Wow. And that shit, like, I, I remember, like last time I watched it, I looked at Sarah. She like, <laughs> and then I turned and started like bite my like like my cheek and shit like. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I can't. I said something to her. I, I can't remember what I said, but it was very clear that I was trying to fight back tears because I was like, "Fuck!" And I was like, "Oh no!" I said, "I was like, I, I said in a very childish." I was like, "His mommy's not very nice." And then, like I bit the inside of my cheek. <laughs> that. That I want to, I should have, I want a sound bite of that. <laughs> His mom is not very nice. We need to use that. I'm gonna tell Mike now. That is that is the cold word for like Dante is having a fantastic episode. <laughs> His mommy's not very nice, dude. That shit gets me every time though. I started like 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 my eyes watered. I was like, okay, okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. <laughs> But that's that's one of those weird ones where it's like it's a it's not a Christmas movie in that traditional sense, but it all takes place during Christmas season. There's shopping, mm-hmm. Santa, and everything. Um, shit, Santa makes a couple appearances in that movie. Well, so. you know what? You know what's a Christmas movie, and like it's technically not a Christmas movie because it's all about like trying to find a toy for Christmas. But it but it's more or less like just them being in the Christmas uh, like era. What is the movie with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger? That's a good movie too. I think what? it's like it's like Turbo. Oh, um, uh, da, 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 jingle for the Turbo Doll. Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Yes. So yeah. like that that is actually one of my other favorites that that I watch too because that one is just hilarious. It's wild that there's so many Christmas movies, and we always forget about those ones like Jingle All the Way. I forget about it every single time. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it, I think when we start thinking about Christmas movies, we always fall into the the cartoons, the claymations, Rudolph, Frosty the Snowman, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we forget about those things that we're like, oh, wait a minute. Well, what about this? Lethal Weapon. What about Die Hard? What yeah, about Shazam? Like, you know, you go through this list of movies and it's like, you know, you're always going to have someone say that they're, they are or they aren't. <clears throat> or last episode, I was talking with Sarah and her friend. And you know, based on 
you know what she looks at as Christmas and what's uh, a Christmas movie. And actually, I'll ask you the same question: What makes a Christmas movie to you? Even though you know it's a little late in the conversation, but I think you gotta have some type of mention about Santa Claus and the and the Holy, oh, not the Holy Spirit, but the Holiday Spirit. All well, you can mention the Holy Spirit too because that ties in as well. But uh, uh, it's gotta have that. It's gotta have um like nuances of decorations in the movie. Um, and you got to have people who seem like really cheery. I know like working in the film industry, like if that is not, if your world is not centered around Christmas and the movie doesn't tie into Christmas, then it's not a Christmas movie. You know what I'm saying? So like it has to fall in the confines of it being around that central time. If that oh, makes okay. sense. No, no, it yeah. does. Like, it's just it's it's weird because I ask these questions and I never think about my answers for them. But also, I don't really care about my answers because I'm stuck with my thoughts all the time anyway. But, but no, it, it that that is fair to say. You know, it has to have some sort of semblance of the holiday spirit. Like I said, with Batman Returns, after watching that, I wanted to go shopping. I felt very like festive, and oh. I almost wanted to decorate. But the house was already decorated. So I think Sarah decorated before Thanksgiving this year because everybody was just like, fuck it, 2020 COVID. Just start decorating. Halloween's over, decorate. Like, girl, we yeah. still got to cook turkey. Yeah, it's all right. I'm, I'm almost certain the tree was completely up with lights on it and ornaments on it before Thanksgiving. Oh, man. No, see, like, now here's the thing about my parents. My parents are very like, oh, Thanksgiving is here. We're going to do Thanksgiving, right? December hits. We're going to put the tree up in December, just December. So do y'all do artificial tree or live tree? Uh, artificial. Okay. All right. Because, you know, I think we used to do live trees when I was a kid, I believe. I remember we had one tree and it had like a little bend and we called it E.T. So I think that was the only time we ever had a live tree, which is wild. Why, why the fuck did we do that? I got to ask my mom that. Like, what the fuck were you thinking? But. That, yeah, that was the only time we ever had a live tree as far as I can remember. Every other time it's been artificial. So, all right, which makes sense because, you know, when people get live trees, it's like, all right, get it as close to Christmas, you know, as you can or sometime like, you know, a week or two before. So that way it doesn't, I don't know, die, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's already dead. You cut it down. So it should be dead. Like you can get some really nice fake artificial trees though. Like I've seen some really cool, like snowy, like full on, like green into white snow with the white lights, and like your star is already embedded in top, so you don't have to fight the tree to put the star on. Or I've seen some like, like really cool, like blue faded into white trees to have like multicolored lights to have different setups. Artificial trees are cool. But not, there's there's nothing like having a real tree in your house. Like we've had that too, where we've had them cut down and, they, and you just smell pines all all day. <laughs> it's amazing. Like that's all you think is is about pine saw and pine trees. Like it's it. I wonder if I ask Sarah, like, hey, next year can we go? You know, get a live tree. I wonder what she would say. I'm not even going to entertain the idea. She'll probably like no. She like they do they the the needles they do fall a lot. They do shed. Yeah. I, that's that's you know what I'm already against it. Never mind, I'm canceled. We're not doing it. But like Sarah's very 
traditional in the sense of how the tree is decorated. Like the tree has to be decorated a certain way. Like when I grew up, we used to tinsel on that motherfucker, mm-hmm. like string up some popcorn. You know, like I, I mentioned that shit to her before. She was like, she looked at me like I grew a second head. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No. Like, put these fucking ornaments on the tree. I was like, here, let's get some lights with like blue and you know red. She was like, fuck no. The white lights. I was like, Jesus. Like, all right. Sorry, I won't ever make another suggestion in my life. And then here we are, twenty years later. Um, yeah. So I probably did it right. Yo, no, you did. You did it just right. You, I mean, twenty years. I, I salute you, sir. All right. We uh these streets out here nowadays is a little rough. <laughs> yeah. Them hoes ain't loyal. Oh, bro, bro. I'm telling you, you get yeah, you you got to be careful out here in these streets because you don't know when. Future's gonna pop up, and the state of misogyny will tell you some words that you don't want to hear. I'm just like, look, she she a good chick, you know. She keeps me out of trouble. That's all I ask. <laughs> that's all that that's that's the, that's the best three important things that you can say. <laughs> hey, dude, like, look, it's a Christmas miracle. Make sure it's a blessing. It's it's mm-hmm. definitely a blessing. You know it is. So, and that goes along with the Christmas theme here. There you go. See, look at that. Look at that rolling <laughs> all in the Christmas here. Saint Nick is smelling on me. I'm gonna get some cool gifts. I'm so excited. <laughs> One of the tenants at my job. So we're out. We had okay. So as some of y'all may know, I work in the storage industry. You know, like uh, storage wars. But uh, we had to cut a lock. And you know, as we're driving around the property, heading back, I look over and I see a package on the ground, like next to the door. To one of our uh, doors to the building, you know, and that started, you know, being me. It was like, oh, are these motherfuckers out here leaving trash on my property. And I was like, let me go ahead and turn around and check it out, though. So I go yeah. scooping up. It was, um, you know, like a little smart, a kitty smartwatch, a VTech smartwatch, brand yeah. new, unopened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I scooped. I was like, oh, taking this. <laughs> go back to the office. I sprayed it down, wiped the box off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I looked it up. I was like, oh, shit, you know, okay. Then I pulled up the video camera. Mm-hmm. It was like, who who left this out here? And then I'm looking at the camera. I was like, for starters, somebody left one of my fucking carts outside for oh. sure. So don't be a dick. So I look and I see who left the cart. But the person who left the watch is the same person who left the cart. So I was kind of like, okay, that's a fair trade. Now, if he comes back for his watch, he got to fight me for it because he left my cart <laughs> out. Uh, um, but, you know, I'm looking at the video. And my manager, she's looking at the other camera. She's like, oh, he's back. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I hope he's not looking for his watch. <laughs> so, you know, we then start watching his movements on the live video. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't think he's looking for it. Because when you look back on the replay, yeah. when he left it, you can see he went into his car, pulled it out of the car, and sat it down. Oh, so wow. I'm wondering if it was one of those, like, pay it for it type deals. You know, just like, eh, somebody will get it and, you know, and utilize it. You know, so kudos to that guy. If not, hey, if he wants to fight me, bitch. In the all in the Christmas spirit, I mean, did you re-give that watch? Actually, my daughter. So I I got myself a a fake smartwatch. Mm-hmm. It's really just a pedometer and a heart rate monitor. Yeah, that's all it is. It it, yeah. it it says like it does other shit. It probably does. I don't know how though, because because <laughs> you got you don't know how to figure it out just yet. <laughs> yeah, the instructions were in Japanese. <laughs> I was like, oh. nope. <laughs> oh no, no. I was like, not doing that. We'll so. just go with the basic functions. That's fine. Yeah, I was like, okay, I don't even know if the heart rate monitor really works. Because <laughs> there's some days where I know, like, I'll wear it during jiu-jitsu. 
It says my heart rate was like the hot, like the max was like 78. And it was like, nah, that's not right. But then I'll be sitting at work and it's like the max was like 140. I was like, okay, something seems wrong. (laughs) So eating a lot of salt, (laughs) you know, heck of a lot of salt or something's just backwards. Yeah. Peanut butter, ain't you? You know, because, you know, Mike, somehow Mike can eat peanut butter, but yeah, he's allergic to peanut butter. Yeah, so the you know there are levels to that game because because <laughs> I'll eat some peanut butter, so I can eat organic peanut butter. Ah, there it is, there it is. But like if I have like uh a Jiffy uh-huh. or Jiff Jiff, it's my mouth starts to itch. Also uh-huh. during the spring, during like allergy season, yeah. that's when I get real fucked. I can't eat bananas. I can't eat pineapples. <laughs> I can't eat peanut butter. It, it, it's a rough go, but I love it all. It's all delicious. It's all yes. delicious. But uh, um, but now nah, I'm a. I showed it to Sarah, and the first thing I heard about, she was like, "Is that VTech?" I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "They're not very good." I was like, "Come on, dude! Like enough. <laughs> it's fucking free." <laughs> like, she called. She called you on that. What What are you doing? This is what. What is happening? First, right first off, it was on the ground. It's free. Right. Right. <laughs> but um. But. Sophie is obsessed with my watch. She's uh, always like pressing my watch saying, what time is it now? He's like, okay, it's zero. She goes, it's 0916. I was like, yes, that's 916, baby. Oh, okay. And then she'll ask again and push the button. So I was like, you know what? This perfect, perfect timing. She gets to have her own little watch where she can sit there and look at the buttons herself and ask herself what time it is. Yeah. And you know, eventually she'll get bored with it, lose it somewhere, and that's okay because I didn't pay nothing for it. Curious kids are cool though; they're yeah. always cool. That's why, till like back at Christmas, that's why I was like, it's always cool to see curious kids in Christmas time, especially when they're like opening their gifts because they're they're the ones that decipher. They try to break down before the box is open. They're like, "No, I know what it is. I think I know what it is." And then they like rip the paper a little bit and open it up, and they're like, "Oh no, I think I know what it is for sure." And then when they actually take the paper off, they they lose their shit. Like they just lose all control for whatsoever because they did not know what it is, but they're still excited. <laughs> so I used to, I still kind of do it, but not as much. I used to just take things out of boxes and put them in. Like I mix all the boxes up just, to, boxes up just to mess with people. Yeah. We did that one year. We boxed. We boxed. So we brought my brother a watch, but we boxed this watch in like eight boxes. <laughs> but like the thing was, is like each box was super taped down so he mm-hmm. could get through so like it had a lid it had tape around it and then you had to open it up but then it was a smaller box with a lid that had tape on it that you had to open up and like it took him a good 45 minutes to get into this box just to get this itty bitty apple apple watch box <laughs> okay so i got something for that <laughs> all right so back in the fall of 1994 Mm-hmm. We're going way back. Oh, man. A friend of mine, two friends of mine, Cedric and Lale, mm-hmm. we were bored. Actually, there's a few of us, but those two specifically, we were bored. So we found a rock, a big rock. It was heavy. <laughs> so we put this rock into a box. Yeah. Then we got some newspaper. Mm-hmm. And we had some wrapping paper, Christmas wrapping paper, mind you. Then we wrapped it. Then we put a trash bag. Mm-hmm. Then some more newspaper, then some more wrapping paper. We went to town. We we wrapped this shit up so much, and we had a friend whose birthday was coming up. Her name was Heather. So yeah. I unfortunately could not go to that party that night, mm-hmm. but 
they were there and they watched her rip this box open and everybody got in on it. Everybody was excited because it was like, oh my God, what's going on? I can't tell you how many layers there were, but there were a lot. She was probably working on this for about half an hour, maybe, maybe longer. She opened it up and there was a rock in there. Look, okay. Look, yo, I'm not a horrible person. <laughs> I promise you I'm not. This but, is like, right? This is going to be the greatest Christmas episode ever. <laughs> but she opened that shit up and saw that it was a rock and she was so pissed. Like, I dude, hey, I got hit with coal one year. I got hit with coal. So I I I her frustrations for whatever she saw at that point. I see. I, I understand every bit of frustration that she had. It's like, what is this? Why is there a rock? I, you know what? You won't be funny. I'm gonna pick it up and I'm gonna throw it at you since you won't be funny about this rock. Hey, but, uh, I mean, she wasn't a nice person anyway. So, oh, there you <laughs> go. yeah. Well, she earned it. But <laughs> and <laughs> Sophie, late like the last few days, my daughter has been giving us a lot of attitude. And she mm -hmm. got in trouble the other night. We're putting her to bed, and she started crying. She goes. Santa's going to bring me coal. I was like, why? Because I'm sassy and I'm not being very good. <laughs> that is amazing because I'm sassy and I know, I know I'm sassy. <laughs> and, yeah. I was like, I was like, what, what the fuck? What? She was like, mom calls me a sassafras and I'm not going to get a gift because Santa's going to leave me coal. <laughs> and I told Sarah this, she was like, I was actually going to put coal in her stocking because of her attitude but maybe oh. not now because she'll probably because she doesn't let shit go so uh, she will hold on to that until her birthday like just like upset well, yeah. i got cold for christmas <laughs> yo she probably yo she'd probably fucking smother us yo, in our sleep when she's yo, a teen yo yo look just don't ruin a christmas she's young just <laughs> let her let her have a good christmas but let her know that 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 she's been messing up like i i don't know i'm I, I got cold when I was like, I think I was like 12 and I didn't know what to do. I was just kind of like, bro, there's black stuff in my stocking. What should I do with this? <laughs> like, like, can I just put this on the grill since it's cold and like fire this up? Like, I don't, I mean, there's nothing I can do with this. Y'all can just take this stocking back. Have it. You know what I'm saying? But then I also got coal in my boxes for presents, so then I was mad after that. But oh, they they went all in. They went all in, yeah. So then I was like, all right, well, you know what? Since I didn't get anything, and I just got a bunch of charcoal, you know, like, I can't grill at this apparent moment. But you know, here, here, y'all can just have this. Y'all can just take that. <laughs> what was your uh? What was your age that you stopped believing in Santa? Um. Well. It's not that I don't believe in Santa. Uh, it's it's I believe in like the happiness and the spirit of it. Because I honestly think there is some type of Christmas spirit. I know this is gonna sound weird. I'm a very spiritual person, so like a lot of people don't realize that. Like I'm I'm super spiritual. So like even with like the energy of the universe, there is some type of like special energy that comes along with Christmas and and holidays. Because there's a lot of love that's given out. You know what I'm saying? especially in these holidays. So I feel like there is a Christmas spirit. I'm not saying that there's a person, you know what I'm saying? But there is no such thing as, as like a, a Christmas spirit because people are very happy about the time and seem to be jolly and, and seem to be chipper and, and kind of up in high spirits. So it, it gives us a time to kind of uplift everybody, if, if that makes sense. No, it make, it, that makes perfect sense. Actually, 
I don't know. We might have to have a separate conversation, separate episode. I, I, like, like, like we're driving on the same frequency there on mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff there too. Mm-hmm. I, like, I joked, well, not really joked. I was dead serious last episode. I believe in Santa Claus up until about twelve or thirteen. Like yeah. on some old, like, hey, yo, did he really bring me some gifts? Right, bro. Hold on, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, where's the sleigh at? Because I'm trying to ride. I'm trying to chill with Santa. Like that's that's <laughs> that was me back in the day when I did believe. I was like, bro, I'm trying to get up on this rooftop. I'm gonna take him his milk and cookies tonight. So, <laughs> when I really think about it, it might have been a little longer. Mm-hmm. Like I'm almost certain there was like the, well, I think it was just that part of me that just wanted to hold on to it. Yeah, and just keep that innocence because I know it was in Delaware. When I moved to Delaware, you know, it, but I don't know. It was, it was weird. Cause there were times when I was younger, I was like, nah, this isn't real. And then when I was older and I was like, maybe, I don't know. But I fortunately, well, fortunately, Sophie, you know, she's not in school right now. So no kids can, you know, say anything and ruin it for her. But right. I think she's kind of on to something. Cause she said to Sarah recently. So she was talking about gifts for Sarah's godson and goddaughter. She's like, hey, maybe next year we can give them gifts and pretend that we're Sansa too. You yeah. know, it was like, uh, like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, hold on. Like, like, hey, chill trying to figure this shit out. This ain't a mystery. <laughs> hey, she's, she's smart. It sounds like she's super smart. In which I'm I is she a little bit of a sour patch kid at times? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, she- so yeah, she's definitely smart. Then she's she's probably got a lot of a lot more knowledge than what we all probably know. Yeah, she she's she's a little character. So mm-hmm. I, I think she's gonna figure this shit out sooner rather than later. Yeah. But I also hope that we do a good enough job to keep it where that that wonderment is still yeah. there and that fun is still there. Hopefully, I think, I think like for the biggest thing for me is like, I love watching people being happy in Christmas time because mm-hmm. you just see that they're so full of like happiness and spirit. And they're, you know, they're, they're stressing out about gifts and like, and yes, they're shopping in stores, but even when they're stressing out about trying to find the gifts, they're with their families and their families are like laughing and, and, and excited about that. You know, Timmy's going over here to buy Sheila a, a gift and the mom is smiling and you can just see that she's just radiating because both of her kids are, you know, out shopping for each other. And it's all because of love. It's not, it's not just because they're getting a gift. It's actually the fact that, you know, they're, they're shopping for each other because they love each other and they really want to give a present and exchange that, you know, that love through that gift, even though it's a material, it's a material thing. They're, they're not realizing that they're doing more non-materialistic things to find that materialistic thing. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the efforts that you go through to get yeah. the material, yeah, it speaks volumes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So and like and like that's that's the beauty of Christmas. Like I think the beauty of Christmas is just that like we we go out and and we're doing it all out of love, and everything is all driven by love. So that's 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 why that Christmas spirit is there because the holiday spirit in itself is is a thing. Like Thanksgiving, it's Thanksgiving about being thankful. Christmas is about being thankful and praising baby Jesus. So there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, hey, 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 oh, you can't, you cannot deny baby. You cannot deny baby Jesus. He's adorable, chilling in his manger with the kings. They got oil, frankincense, and myrrh. You know what I'm saying? His mama and his daddy's just kicking it. Like, dude, baby Jesus is a G. All right, <laughs> he's all G. Hey, 
I, I like babies. Babies are are unique. Babies are like little kittens. I love kittens. I'm allergic to cats, but I love kittens. Yeah, kittens are so cool. And I look at babies like that. I'm, I'm I just want to play with babies and kittens all day. But once they get to a certain age, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Um, yeah. Like my kids get into that age now. It's like, Dad, you want to play Wii? Like, no. No, I'm, <laughs> like, <go away>. <laughs> no, I'm not touching this anymore. It's oh, this is this is outdated. Get away. Like, Dad, you, you want to watch Mulan? Nah. nah. Fuck Mulan. <laughs> Hey, hold on. Mulan's a good Disney movie, all right? Mulan is my favorite Disney movie, actually. <laughs> like, oh, man, that's rough. That is rough. Don't. Don't talk about that. Like Mulan is my favorite Disney movie. My favorite Disney movie in that princesses world of Disney movies. Lilo and Stitch is my all-time favorite. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a I was a Jasmine fan, so I stick true to my classic. I'm a huge Jasmine fan. I, I, I'll roll with Jasmine to the day I die because a Aladdin is my favorite movie. B um, Jasmine was just badass. She was the she was the first badass prince. She was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and then Leia came along, and then Leia kind of trumped her, and then you had the chick from Tangled and the chick from Brave, and all that. You know, they they all kind of did their things. I, I do like the Disney as time went on started making the princesses tougher. Like yeah. you know, they they weren't relying on a knight in shining armor. Yeah. So, I I enjoyed that. I like Mulan. I do love Aladdin. Yes. yes. And. I like Little Mermaid, but because not because it's a good movie, I think it's trash. <laughs> but I like mermaids and I like redheads because mermaids will drown you and redheads will stab you. So <laughs> true. So I, I facts. big facts. That's a hundred percent facts. So it's like now you combine the two into one. It's like, oh my gosh, she's got a fork in the hand uh, and she was around you. She's flying with a fishtail and a trident back away. <laughs> she can jump at you out of water, bro, with a trident back away. <laughs> Actually, the um the scene where they're underwater and Ursula like gets like she's like ginormous. Mm-hmm. That shit stresses me out. Uh, bro, I, I'm telling you, so that's parts of that movie where I'm like, oh no, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't, I, I cannot. Even watching that part, I so I have a hard time with movies and cartoons and anything underwater. Uh, really? I, I So when I was a little kid, I remember being down in Florida and I was in the pool and the inner tube flipped over oh, and I was stuck no. underneath it. I think that's, you know, I, I got to ask my therapist about this, but <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where that comes from. But mm-hmm. there was a video game. Sarah got me an Xbox back in the day. Like for the only video game system I own, like out the gate. Yeah. Like day one. She got me an Xbox. She bought me. I can't remember. She bought me WWE Raw. Uh, Raw is War. And oh, that, that was a solid WWE game right there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a little intense for me as far as like, it was just a lot going on. So I was like, let me, um, I swapped it out for this game called Nightcaster, which was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but there was this game we rented. I don't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. I would have said it was Avatar before oh. Avatar ever existed Ugh. because that's what it reminded me of. But the second level of the game, much like the sequel to Avatar, took place underwater. Yeah. And I could not play that second level of the game. I had a panic attack. Oh, man. And we were like, nope, we'll never play this game ever again. 
And luckily you haven't gotten any Christmas games that have water in them because I feel like that would be just a shitty gift. <laughs> at this point like like they everybody knows that you you don't have a thing for water so they're like oh we bought the water world for christmas what <laughs> like like what why did you buy me water world i don't like water <laughs> Dude, if somebody got me water world for christmas i swear to god i no don't fuck with me i'm not to be trifled with something like that that would be a horrible christmas gift like if, you, if we were talking about horrible christmas gift you get water world and i get like like Fern Gully, because apparently Fern Gully is like a, a gag gift every year. Do not get me Fern Gully. I'm so over Fern Gully. <laughs> Noted. Like, do not do that. I will fight you. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I, it, it'll just go nuts. It'll go nuts. <laughs> what has been the best gift or your favorite gift that you've ever received through your your uh, years of receiving gifts? My grandma bought me an Xbox. It was the first time she used to do this thing where she would buy me and my brother a system. And my brother would have to dictate on like calling for what system he wants. So like every year we got, I mean, one year we got a Sega. One year we got a Super Nintendo. One year we got a 64. The 64 was the greatest year ever because it was like we lost our shit. Like just immaculate, just lost it. And then play 64 for the rest of the day. And, like, not only did we get a 64, we got, like, one of the colored 64. We had a purple 64. Nice. Yeah, so, like, like, like we had, like, a fancy, 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 you know, 64. And then uh, that those years came past. My brother started living with my grandma because he moved in and stayed with her. She took custody of him. And then for me, she was like, well, you know, this will be the last year I buy game systems for anybody, so we're going to make it special. You pick what game system you want, and I'll go get it. And she bought me my own xbox which i still have to this day it is in my closet right now and it still works and it is perfectly fine so that was going to be my question i was going to ask you did you get the red ring of death because mine i got hit with it I i got christmas lights but i fixed it so nice. I, I it, it christmas light while the xbox was under warranty so i was mm. able to get it fixed oh shit so yeah, yeah my Mine did it, uh, what, three years in? Mm-hmm. Two, no, two years in, it happened, and I was hard. I, I went and bought a refurbished one. Did you? Yeah, it, it was. It, it the, the fucked up thing is it had no sound, which is fine, because I, I didn't play games with sound anyway. I turned, I turned the sound off, and I put on, like, a pull-up dual CD or some shit in the background. Uh-huh. But say Paul Abdul. <laughs> say Paul Abdul. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I, I listen to some wild music. Like no, lately I've been listening to uh, I've been listening to Vanessa Williams a lot lately. Oh, look, I, I love these Vanessa Williams, but Paul yeah. Abdul. Son, yo, that that Spellbound album, son, don't sleep. Son. Yeah, that shit was tight. I could just see you on Christmas. Listen to Paula Abdul playing your Xbox. (laughs) Like that, that's, that was life. You know, like the very first CD that I ever bought was, uh, was Amy Grant heart in motion. Okay. And and I still love that CD to this day. Like there's been many a times I'm sitting there playing Madden while listening to baby, baby. And it makes no sense, but it works for me. Hey, hey, um, you know what? I, I understand. And when I play Modern Warfare, there is like there is nothing but just music in the background. I'm not a big 
I'm not a big fan on like certain games like Doom too. Like Doom, I don't listen to even though Doom has really good like hardcore rock music. I usually put on some like hardcore hip hop music. So it's yeah. bopping the trap music, blowing up demons. <laughs> like that's that that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> For me, when I'm about to do anything aggressive, I have to have R and B or pop music playing. <laughs> Wait, stop. It, it, because it, it balances me out. Yeah, it keeps me from getting overly aggressive. I got you. Now, what so this is before. Now, so like when I go to jujitsu, a lot of times I'll listen to Alicia Keys, I'll listen to I'll listen to Porter's Head, I'll listen to Bjork. You know, I listen to stuff that's kind of like that's not like Bjork is hit or miss sometimes, but for the most part, Bjork is pretty calming for me. Mm-hmm. But once we're on the mats, I want it all. Give me every, give me the most ratchet shit you got. Mm-hmm. Once we're done, I need to go back to that call. It's like Hulk in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, okay, okay, all right, we're done. Calm right. this motherfucker down. Get the classical music going. Figure that, it out. That, figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's where my brain goes. I but I, whenever I play Madden, I, I listen to... Like I said, I've been listening to a lot of Vanessa Williams lately just mm-hmm. because it, it also is that nostalgia for me because in 92, when I moved out to Maryland, that was a big, the the um, Comfort Zone album was a big album for me. Mm-hmm. And I loved all those songs. So I listened to that album and I think about sitting there reading comic books and, and playing video games. But that and then just the other day, I started listening to uh Barack Obama's audiobook, The Promised yeah. Land. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you, that's a fucking treat. I'm telling you, man, like some of those, some of those like audiobooks that you listen to, especially that that book is a really good book. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever read Becoming, too, that's a very good book. That's a very good, that's a very, very, very good book. I I wouldn't have thought all that stuff went on with Miss Michelle Obama, greatest first lady of all time. Throwing it out there. All right. I'll say that on the podcast. Grace first lady of all time, but like I didn't think all that stuff went on, but like it is very, uh, it's a very eye opening experience of like having to serve as a first lady and being black at the same time. So mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a very good like life changing book, especially for younger women who want to be in that position. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, I'm waiting for Kamala Harris to drop a book too because that's going to be those are going to be the books that I'm going to give my niece, mind you. It is the holiday seasons, but my niece comes next month on my birthday on the 23rd. So I'm super excited. I cannot wait. She's only she's gonna be here in the next couple of weeks. I, I just wanna I just wanna hug her face. But like that, those are the two books that I'm definitely gonna get her is an Obama book and a uh, Michelle Obama book. <laughs> but yeah, it's like when whenever I'm doing like any video games, any, like in the only video games I play is like Madden. Or UFC, you know, anything that I play with aggression, I try to have something calming in the background so that way I can balance myself out. Uh, last question because actually, what was your best gift? Which Xbox was it? And we share that in common. Mm-hmm. What was your worst gift besides Fern Gully? Fern Gully, look, I got it for my birthday, I've gotten it for a Valentine's Day gift, I've gotten it for Christmas. I've gotten it for just a gift, just to get a gift. Look, don't give me Fern Gully at all. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm bit my frustrations. <laughs> the messed up thing is for the cover art for this episode, 
you gonna put for a gully? You gonna put for a gully? Fuck Is that yeah. what you gonna put? Okay. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm gonna let this slide. But if I get a DVD in the mail from you, <laughs> send me a gift. I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> I know I'm gonna have some struggles because you got a thick neck, but I'm gonna fight you. Do not give me Ferngully and Cole. And I say Cole is another one, but do not give me Ferngully. That's the absolute number one. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I got you. All right. All right. Sorry, so, let me take a breather here. I'm going to take a <laughs> breath. <laughs> Get back to my Zen. Okay. We're good. All right. What's up, man? <laughs> All right. So, note to self do not get Will Fern Gully. Oh, no. Or, or I will get you Fern Gully and say it's from Michael. No, that would make it even worse. Cause I'd be like, why, why you do this, Mike? Why you do this to me right now? I'm going to cry. Why are you? No, you're supposed to be my best friend. <laughs> I will arrange it to arrive while we're all recording at once. Oh, <laughs> just no. so I can watch the chaos. Oh my God. I'd be like, what is this? You ever seen the uh, video where Ronald McDonald beats up the dude for like going to Burger King and getting a burger? When he's like, "What is this? I thought you were supposed to be on my <laughs> like that." That would be me. That would be. Me. I don't work. I don't care. Woo! Like, like I'd lose my. I'd lose. I'd lose my. I'd lose my mind. <laughs> and on that note, all right. So I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna wrap up there. So. Where can we find you, Will, besides our Why So Nerdy Instagram and Facebooks out there that we got? Where else can we find you? What info we got for you, my friend? So as you hear on the podcast, I am an independent artist. I do a lot more. Um, I am going to be venturing out on another podcast um, with another friend of mine. So we'll have another podcast going. Um, I'm also a filmmaker, so I do have short films. If you want to go onto my Instagram um, I do a dance series called the Vibe Series for dancers here in Louisville, um, just to promote unity and get us together and try to, you know, get us some highlights. So I do that. Then I also have short films such as Liberation and also The Healer, which is one that came out recently this year. Um, Liberation came out a few couple years, but I do film work too as well. So you can always kind of browse and see me um, on the interwebs, kind of doing some creative stuff and creative art. Um, if you want to check out my actual Instagram, it is um, personal Instagram is cool guy central 21 um, old screen, old middle school screen name. I want to stick with it for life because it sounds cool. So cool guy central 21. And then if you want my business um, page for all my film work and all that stuff related, um, why so nerdy pr promoted on the business page too. Um, that is the Baldwin project. So it's one word, the Baldwin project. So yeah, you can look, check me out on there. I have a Twitter as well. Um, just look up my name, William Baldwin, um, and it, and the Baldwin Project has a Twitter as well too. So, um, yeah, you can find us pretty much Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, and I also have a Tumblr for both as well. Okay, I'll put those in the notes as okay. well for for the show notes. Awesome, and as always, like I I love to say to everyone, thank you, thank you so much for listening, thank you for following, thank you for everything that you all do because. Look, man, like I always say, this this doesn't work without y'all listening. If you guys they, are MVP of all podcasts, you really absolutely. Are. If I put out an episode and I see zero, zero listens, zero downloads, then I know it's over. It's done. So y'all yeah. keep listening. I'm gonna keep making them. So thank you so much for that. Um I I also want to do a shout out for my buddy Dunkle. 
his he's uh going through some personal struggles um as of late and um you know just want to you know dunk if you hear this man we love you and you know you know i'm sorry I, I, you know i know you're going through a rough time right now so you know you're you're in my thoughts for sure uh he also has an awesome podcast called the shaded corner it's a hilarious podcast with he and his wife poe it's, it's pretty funny i enjoy it it's definitely a weekly listen for me so you guys check that out um also make sure you guys check out student of bjj on instagram and also student of bjj.com he's got some great technique videos great merchandise as well and always always remember check out my boys over there why so nerdy yeah come check us out come get the witty banter and the random stuff that we talk about all the time oh uh, check out why so nerdy uh we got the instagram for them we got the facebook for them we got the patreon for them we got the no podcast patreon. for them no podcast Sorry, I have so, to. I have to hit you with the the same way we do that when you say the Patreons. I got to hit you with the Patreons. <laughs> um, <laughs> go ahead and uh, check our fellas out over there. That's Michael and Will, who is my guest today, and also where I got my start with all of this Nerd Rage Radio. Please go check them out if you're not already listening. It's a yeah. good time right now. You probably, if you are listening to them or looking them up, you're going to get the best of 2020 episode this week oh okay so so go check it out it's going to be a fun time otherwise if y'all got any questions concerns comments criticisms reach out to me off the mass podcast on instagram bjj.wiki on instagram wikigrams um facebook as well for both of those also email me um off the mats 2020 at gmail.com i finally remembered it so thank you everyone thank you i love you all and before you head out i just want to give a quick shout out dante has been doing fantastic with this podcast and is also one of our favorite guests on our podcast so we really appreciate him having one of us at least come on so we could talk um you guys we we are super thankful for him because he does a lot for us as well so thank you to his podcast and definitely take take a listen to him because he's really good at what he does so really appreciate that man Thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate that. And hey, on uh, Instagram, why so nerdy? I'm over there helping out on there a little bit every so often trying to trying to keep things. I'm, try, I'm trying to do some uh, organizing and getting everything back together as Instagram is now allowing us to use. It, it used to be set where you could only switch between five accounts. Now I can switch between all nine of my accounts. There you go. So, so you go. now it's about to get more fluid and everything's about to get touched. BJJ move of the day. Uh, why so nerdy? BJJ eats off the mats. BJJ wiki Dante two eight seven. That's the personal one where I get a little silly and into the fuckery. So baby. <laughs> so um, and I know I got some more out there. I got too many goddamn accounts. But again, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for downloading, and you know y'all keep listening. We'll keep making them. Thank you y'all. Peace. Peace. Now let me see his song.